Hi, I'm Carla Wainwright. And I'm Little Leah. And welcome to the Radical Sex Witches podcast, where we explore the themes of sexuality, feminism, consciousness, love, healing, ritual, magic, and all things witchy and wonderful. Welcome to the Radical Sex Witches podcast. Today we are talking about my very favorite word. Some love it, some hate it. We're talking about cunt. I'm little Leah and with me as always is cunty Carla. (laughs) If you do not like this word, you might want to skip this podcast, but we've actually found a lot of really interesting stuff about the C word. We sure have. We sure have. And we've been really (laughs) counting the days until we've been able to record this. Let me tell you. No, I was like, what do you mean? We're not talking about cunt today? How do how do we even get through this? <laughs> so totally. a lot of people, at least in North American culture, have a hard time hearing this word. Europeans, they say it like they're breathing air, just like it's a fucker as shit. Where does the word cunt come from? So this word has such an amazingly interesting history. And so I did a little bit of researching and the earliest known use of this word um, that was written down um, was that there was a grope cunt lane in London in the year 1230. So in medieval times, they would name the streets, the lanes based on whatever happened in those particular areas. So um, yeah, grope cunt lane, red light district of the 1230s. You can go grope cunt over there. (laughs) some guy rolls into town he's like excuse me kind sir do you know where i can go grope cunt well you just take a left and then a right and you're right there (laughs) exactly exactly it's like i think it's the best street name ever i could just make a whole movie just about that term (laughs) (laughs) 100 percent um and so this word has a lot of different uh pieces that come from different cultures so um some some scholars think it comes from like more Germanic uh, etymology, some from Scandinavian, but it can also be perhaps coming from as far back as the Latin language because uh, vagina in Latin is the, the word is cunus. So good chances it came from there too. And that there's also um, in a Hindu goddess named Kunti who represents beauty in the female form. So the word is etymolo- etymo- etymologically, that's a big word to say, um, related to words like country, kin, cunning, ken, which means knowledge or wisdom. So it actually has this really powerful meaning. So if you think about what those mean words mean, so beauty in the female form, uh, cunning, knowledge, wisdom, this, these are the words that really are infused into the word cunt. And this is where the word comes from. So then do we know where things went and turned wrong, let's just say, where it was all of a sudden considered an offensive word. I think that um, it sort of was a gradual thing that happened kind of probably post-medieval time. So even Shakespeare uh, has 
has some cunt world wordplay in two of his plays, Hamlet and Twelfth Night. And because I think by that time it was even just maybe considered a little bit obscene. And so he did this wordplay because people would find that, of course, the audience would have found that quite funny. But probably it really started to take on um, a different meaning um, when Puritans started to stigmatize sexuality. And so anything that had any kind of reference to a woman's anatomy, um, particularly the like the potent life giving part of her body, uh, really became um, yeah, it became disparaged and uh, a word that was not used kindly. Fucking Puritans ruining everything. Right. (laughs) But I mean, if you think of that, that was ages ago and we come full circle to today. I mean, we're starting to see in North America, at least like, you know, there'll be some C-bombs that are dropped in movies and film, like say on HBO or something like that. But we as much as I love the word and I am not offended by it, when I still hear it in a film or something like that, there's a little like, (gasps) they said cunt. And I'm still programmed. Absolutely. I'm programmed too. Um, Partly, I think though, for myself, I'm programmed because uh, of the way that the word is used to disparage women and how it just has such a negative connotation. So it makes me bristle because um, I don't see it that way. And I just feel like there's so much misogyny um, when the word is used in that way of like belittling someone or, you know, calling somebody a cunt, like it's the worst possible thing in the world. So it, it actually makes me massively uncomfortable just because of what the meaning and the intention is behind it. I really hate that. Yeah. It's, it's a pretty good insult. If you really want to get to somebody like, you know, it's like, Oh my God, she called me a cunt. Oh my God. And it's just like the hard C of it. Cunt, you're cunt. I think that we need a cunt tally. So if anybody listening right now wants to mark down every time you hear this word and then give us that information, I don't know, we'll send you a membership card to be a radical sex witch. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Or you could guess, not that we're going to count, but I had this picture in my mind of, you know, those when I was a kid, they had these big jars of jelly beans and you had to figure out. So this would be like the cunt jelly bean jar. You know, we held it together for a good five minutes of being serious and talking about where the word came from. And now we're in a cunt jelly bean jar, you guys. Like, (laughs) so what is it like? What is your experience personally with the history of this word? And then maybe I can tell you mine. Sure. I definitely remember, um, no, I didn't hear it that frequently as a kid, but it was very shocking when I heard it. And it certainly wasn't said in my household, but you know, I maybe would hear it in the playground or I'd hear someone say, Oh, where did you go to school? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I remember it, it, it had a lot of charge and, uh, it was probably a word that, yeah, it was like worse than saying fuck for sure. Absolutely. It, it was, yeah, really not, uh, not a word that I felt I had any, um, yeah, I was even too scared to say it when I was, when I was a kid. And when I lived in England um, in my early 20s, <laughs> that radically changed everything because, holy smokes, like you said, that's like every second word sometimes. Yeah. And uh, I remember I went to see train spotting. Oh, my God. And- the cunts are off the chart. You daft coont. Right. So, you know, it's Scottish. And I just have to say that I saw train spotting uh, in a pub that had a small theater upstairs and it had an intermission so you could go get another beer, another pint 
to watch the movie. And it's like the only way to go watch a movie. But yeah, I was kind of blown away. And then, you know, it was used so liberally in the language. So I was like, okay, that's really interesting. It was still used in a disparaging way. But because I started to hear it all the time, I was like, okay, well, you know, maybe this isn't, you know, as a scary word as I might have thought. And then as I became more like grounded in my own thoughts and knowledge of of about women and uh, the patriarchy and as a feminist, um, I just became more and more interested in really reclaiming the word. And um, I actually now, and I'll speak to it in a moment, but I just get super irritated now when I hear people use it um, as a way to really make women small. Yeah. Well, fun fact, uh, for my birthday, Carla gave me a card and then she wrote inside, happy birthday is one of the best cunts that I know. And I loved it. And then she laughed and she's like, you're literally one of the only people I can say that to. I'm like, this is the best birthday card ever. So, you know, you and I are a little bit weird like that. I love it. I love you, you cunt. (laughs) I love you too, you cunt. So similar experience to you growing up, I only ever heard it one time from a cousin and like her, his parents heard it and they all like all the parents freaked out. Me and my brother were like, well, okay, we know it's bad, but we have no idea what this means. And it wasn't until I got fully versed in this, in the C verse, uh, until my twenties, you know, and like, for me, words I don't know I never like whether it's fuck or cunt I've never really understood why something is just so bad and so it got into my lexicon pretty early in my 20s and I had girlfriends that we'd all be like "Ah, you cunt 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 and other people would be like you girls are wild and I was like why it's just a word you know and like my parents have always accepted me and my colorful language but one of the things that I could never say was the c word to my mom like she would have beat the shit out of me hardcore probably and I remember years and years ago I had only said the c word and she was she just got mad and she's like don't you ever say that in front of me again fast forward a couple of years ago she was talking about someone um at a golf course that was like being like really horrible. And my parents are the loveliest people in the world. They don't talk shit about people. They're not dramatic. And she was telling me, she's like, you know, she was being a really like that bad word. I don't like to say. And I said, well, you know what, mom, you know what you say? If you don't want to say it, you say, she's a see you next Tuesday. And she was like, oh, oh, I really like that. See you next Tuesday. And so now it's kind of like a running gag with me and my mom. And like, We'll say, I'll say something like if she's really bad, maybe she's a see you next Thursday or a see you next time. Like there's a lot of, you know, what are they called when you spell out words like that? I can't remember what they're called. Acronym? An acronym. There's lots of great acronym acronyms for it. I still won't ever say cunt to my mom. I know it bugs her. Anyone else is just going to have to deal with it though. And I just don't see what's really wrong with it. Unfortunately, and I, I apologize. I don't want to disappoint anyone out there. I still very much use it as an insult. So <laughs> baby steps, baby steps. <laughs> well, you know, I use that word in, in my house. So my kids are very used to it, but I, I don't use it in a way. I don't use it as a negative. I just kind of use it as a regular word. I'm just trying to normalize it in a way that it loses some of its charge. Cause it's interesting. Like we both had this experience as kids where we heard it and it was like, Whoa, what is that? We could tell, like it had so much power. And, 
um, not that I, I still think the word has so much power, but I'm trying to shift things a little bit. So, uh, like I have a cunt mug and, um, that, uh, my fabulous friend Terry gave me and it's, you know, it's got a full place in the mug rack and my kids drink from it. And it's like, Oh, could you pass me the cunt mug? And it's like, nobody even bats an eye. So that's kind of where I'm, I'm trying to, to let people know the cunt mug actually comes from the RuPaul acronym. It what does. is it? Charming, charm, charisma, charisma. Uniqueness, yeah, unique. nerve and talent. Yeah, nerve and talent. Love which RuPaul. is amazing acronym. Yeah. Amazing. So who wouldn't want to be who wouldn't want to be a cunt? Seriously. Charisma, right. unique, nerve and talent. <laughs> <laughs> so then yeah. I have a question for you. You're trying to, you know, you use it in the house all the time and make it not sound like it's an insult. So how, especially with your kids, how do you do that? Like, what's a sentence? Where is it? Where's the topic that it comes in and you're like, blah, 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 cunt. And it's not such a big deal. Um, well, if I'm talking about anatomy, it'll be a word that I'll use. So for talking about the female anatomy in some way, I, I might use the word cunt, um, and I just also am just like playful with it. I think, you know, I don't know if I can give you an exact example, but I, I, I think know like now I'm that like, I've got you on I the know. spot, but I just find it interesting. Like, can you imagine if your kids come home from school with a letter saying like, your child <laughs> said a very derogatory word today? Wow. Are you You're like, well, I'm sorry, Miss Smith, but we normalize the word cunt in my house. We probably have a celebration in our house if that happened. <laughs> You're going to frame so, that one. That's going totally. on the wall. Atta girl. Totally. I mean, this is the thing. Like the fact that cunt is used it, and it's often considered the most offensive word in the English language. Like I think Jermaine Greer says that it's like the only word in the English language that still has the capacity to shock people. And when really it's describing the most beautiful and pleasure and life-filled part of a woman's anatomy. So it just speaks volumes about the esteem in which women's bodies are held. So if you call someone a cunt and you're just meaning like, they're just like the worst, most awful person, but we're really describing them as the most amazing part of our bodies. Right. Like, what is that saying about how we, how we hold women's bodies. Like well, it means the same that as the term is pussy. Like when we say, well, that guy's a pussy. Well, now you're just, it's, it's the exact same realm as that. Totally. Pussy to me is just like the lesser form of cunt. It's used in the exact oh, absolutely same Absolutely. It is. And it's like considered a bit more acceptable because you know, you'll see that in media or, you know, I've, I've heard the word I've heard like pussy used like in a TV show or a movie, you know, like not a G rated thing, but I, it's much more <laughs> common to hear, yeah, but yeah. it's the exact same thing. It's basically like a woman's body is such, it's considered to be the lowest of the low that we can use her body as the greatest insult we could ever call anyone. So it, just like ask everyone to pause and think about that, how messed up that is. Well, not to defend the males out there, but we also refer to people as don't be a dick. So yes, for whatever reason, we like to use genitals as insults. Yeah, it's it's true. I still think, though, don't be a dick just kind of means like, don't be a jerk. It's like that. Yes, I agree with you. But I also feel like we're not on it's the same. Obviously level. not. It's not. But it's just we're still using genitals, male or yep. female, to insult someone, whether or not it's a smaller insult or like you were kind of a dick today all the way to a full fledged stop being a fucking cunt. That's right. <laughs> 
on the on the spectrum of genitalia uh, <laughs> yeah insults there's a there is definitely a, a spectrum <laughs> so yeah i think but, that's, a, that's a chart an infographic i need to make that's right <laughs> the chart of contempt <laughs> via genitals <laughs> that's right <laughs> That's right. So for me, I just really want to reclaim the word. So that's why, you know, I say you can call me a cunt any day. I call Leah a cunt, my friend, best friends, I call them cunts because yeah. it's really like, I think it's the most amazing part of our bodies. So I'm celebrating it. Yeah. And I see in the show notes here, you said the next time someone calls you a cunt, you can thank them and be reminded that they're probably just intimidated by how awesome you are. That's fantastic. Totally. That's a t-shirt. You guys have been asking us for some merch. We're not big enough, nor do we have the money for merch. And I know I'm always pushing people that own dildo companies and such, but if you have a printing company and you want to make shirts and whatever for us, like, let's get that one started. That would be an amazing shirt. I'd buy at least 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I want to, <laughs> I also want to say there's actually a word in the English language called cunty potent. <laughs> I know. Which refers to a person who possesses all powerful cunt magic. What is the word again? Cunty what? Cunty potent. I am cunty potent. That's going on a dating profile. Eh? <laughs> it's either going to scare them or. Uh... <laughs> I've got to stop. Like, I'm never going to get out of this hole that I'm digging for myself down to fucking cunt hell. <laughs> Oh, well, you know, we could honestly talk about this topic until the cunts come home. Um, but let us know what you think. Like, does it offend you? Are you on team cunt with us that, you know, we as women need to take it back and empower ourselves with? Or is it just something that you can't deal with in here whatsoever? Chime in. You've got all of our contact details via the show notes. I want to know. Cunt, 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 cunt. I got to stop. I got to stop. Yes. And yeah, Lee and I have been um, singing songs to each other (laughs) with just the word cunt. Yes. With just the word cunt. And so, um, yeah, if you want to make it more like, listen, if the word just, it, it's making your skin crawl. If, first of all, if you made it this far, you're probably (laughs) like us, (laughs) at least warming up to the idea that this word could be a really positive word. So Congratulations. If you made it this far, I'm really, really (laughs) celebrating you. (laughs) Um, And if you're still feeling like, I'm not so sure, I'm not so sure, like make it playful. So seriously, I think what we were doing, like, I don't know. um, Well, I don't want to. Yeah. Anyway, classical music, (laughs) pop music, whatever. Just, you know, hum, hum it to the word cunt and just make it funny and have fun with it. And you'll see, like, it'll begin to shift for you. And, and hopefully it'll start to be a word that you really feel like empowered to use in the best positive way. Or low and slow when no one's around, just whisper it under your breath and be like, cunt, cunt, cunt. That's all for this week. I honestly have no idea what we're talking about next week. Um, Do you, Carla? (laughs) It's in the notes. (laughs) We didn't get that far. We were way too excited for this episode, and I'm sure you guys are going to forgive us for it. Um, But you know we're going to be back in a week talking about something. As always, I'm little Leah. And I'm Carla. And thank you so much for listening to the Radical Sex Witches podcast. Good night, cunts.
Are you curious about how to liberate your inner witch and experience more pleasure, turn on, and a deeper connection to life? Head over to embracingshaktitemple.com to learn how you can shed old limiting expectations, beliefs, and patterns, and finally let yourself be guided by your inner feminine wisdom and magic.